Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees, for we've a story to tell you we know nothing about. Hmm? One dark day in the middle of the night, two dead boys got up to fight. Back to back they faced each other, drew their swords, and well, they shot each other. A deaf policeman heard the noise and he came to kill those two dead boys. A paralyzed mule kicked them all over a wall into a dry ditch and drowned them all. If you don't believe my story's true, well, you just ask that blind man. He saw it too. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I am Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses. And we are super happy to be here with you, no matter where you may be. Super happy. Super happy. What was all that? So, so's the, so's the uh, deaf policeman. <laughs> deaf policeman. Yeah. So is the paralyzed mule. We're all happy that you're here today. And some dead dead boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All happy. So now y'all know where that comes from. That kind of a kind of a little poem that we we heard when we were kids. Childhood rhyme. Yeah. Little little rhyme. Entertaining for people. Yeah. That that, that we've always gotten us, a kick out of it. That had us rolling and interested and thinking. For years, and it still has me. Yeah, to this and it's day. funny, Gabe, because I, I, uh, I tried looking it up. I thought because I, I, because we were talking about the paralyzed mule, mm-hmm. and the paralyzed mule kick kicked them all, and then the way we kind of would say it is over a six inch wall into a dry. So the over the six inch wall was just one line, and it was kind of throwing a kink into things. So I was trying to find the actual rhyme. Mm-hmm. And man, if you go try to look that up on the internet, I think everybody forgets exactly how it goes. So there's all these different versions, which of course none of them are right except the ones that we. That's right. What we did was correct. Know. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and it sounds better than the ones that I was reading. Isn't that the the way it goes? Everything that happened to you as a kid only happened to you. That was your thing. Whatever it was, it was your thing. No one else did that. Yeah, don't be messing with that. Nobody else was that no, no. creative and original. That didn't happen to them. No, no, no. It's just your special, special thing. Yeah. And yeah. now we find out there's 50 versions of it out there. All these different versions. <clears throat> it's like nobody can get it right. Nobody can figure out what the exact version is. So, yeah, y'all feel free to look that up. Or if you if you happen to know it and happen to know that we said it wrong, then... <laughs> Which, if you know that we said it wrong, then you're actually wrong. But mm-hmm. <laughs> feel free to pop that on the on the Facebook page. We'd love to hear what your version is. I like having having that out there for everybody in case they didn't know what it was or why we said yeah. that at the beginning. Or it's not really a why either. It's just that's having just fun. happened. That's just yeah. having fun. It just happened. Or we have a story to tell you we know nothing about. Yep. It, wor- it worked out perfectly. Instead, changed it to we're still learning about. We're still hey. learning about. Lando. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are on the mic with Mr. Landon Moses. Landon, what do you have to tell me about today? I was looking at my pictures of us over there. Oh, you like those pictures over there? Yep. Pictures of who? Who's in the picture? Me, my sister, and my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long have y'all been siblings? Yes. For as long as you've been alive, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Landon, why did you wear that ugly shirt today? I didn't. 
Why are you wearing <laughs> ugly shirt? <laughs> well, it's still prettier than that orange Broncos thing. What in the world? How'd you become a Broncos fan? My uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uncle Turtle. Yeah. Well, both of you need prayer. I'm going to be praying for both of you. All right. Shall we sign off? <laughs> so, Gabe, I went to see Tammy this for my monthly checkup. Tammy, my counselor, our counselor, mm -hmm. really. Yes, mm -hmm. he is. And, always uh, will be. Yeah, as always, big, huge help. And it's funny. It's funny. One, she's a healer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a healer. Yeah. I've yeah. come leap years. Who else she helped? You, you me, me, Jenny. Is it all of us? No. I think it might be all of us. My stepdaughter. Yeah. Lucy. And then even mom was talking about wanting to go see her. I mean, yeah. I mean, just, just, and it's funny because I was always the, oh, I don't want to go. I'm not, I'm, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. Men don't man. go to counseling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, this one but did. man, you know, it only took one time going to visit with her, and I thought, oh, yeah, I need this. Especially as a, a single man, or a single, really a single person, period. Mm -hmm. You know, you you have your people to talk to in general, or you have your family, but you don't have somebody at home just to bounce the, the deep personal things yeah. off of. Yep that you're working through or, or whatnot. And so getting to go and talk to her monthly is, is awesome. You know, it's awesome for me. And I, I'm, I'm great. Now I had, I, I started going to see her because I had, had been through my marriage and it had failed. And, and I had been, I was, nah, I, we were, we were back kind of seeing each other anyway. Won't bore y'all with those details, but we were, we were, so I started going to, to see Tammy to work through some things mm -hmm. and it, and I can't, I mean, it, I, it would take all day to tell you how much stuff that she helped me kind of get through and how much healthier I am now because of it. Mm -hmm. But what a blessing. And so now, and then I know she's helped you really similar type stuff for you. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, I'm, I'm shoot a after my divorce. Everything was shook up. Everything was super hard and uh, just challenging is a nice word for it. But I, I definitely was struggling hard. And our sister Jenny said, "You're gonna, you're gonna do two things. One, you're gonna go get a physical. Two, you're gonna go see my therapist, Tammy." And normally, I'm like, "Don't nobody's gonna tell me what to do." What's up? What's up? You want to tell me what to do? But I, it was I so funny. So. I don't like being told what to do. Or directed, or just like just that. Go I'm, ahead and continue on with the story, please. Hey, don't tell me what to do, boy. I'm trying to help you. Don't you help me help you, <laughs> you, help me help you So I did. You're a funny dude. So I funny did. I, I sat there and I thought about it, and I was like, "She's right. I need help. I do need help." So I went ahead and went. And at the first yeah. session, I remember sitting down there with her, and I finally looked at her yeah. and I said, "What are you gonna do? You." You can't go back in the past and erase it. You can't make it not have ever happened. What are you going to do? And I was kind of hard at her. Sweet Tammy. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, kind of irritated just hearing Just you say hearing it, it, dude. I was mad. I was <laughs> like, this is pointless. This is pointless. I mean, I had tears in my eyes and stuff. I was in mm -hmm. such pain and hurt. 
and I did, and she she just looked at me and she said, "Don't give up on me. Give me a chance." And she was too sweet. Oh, <laughs> I was gosh. like, I was like, you know what? And a part of me thought that. maybe there's a chance that she could help me. I don't see how, but maybe she could. Dude, year and a half later, man, flying high. Yeah, we walked through so much stuff and healing and everything. Mm-hmm. Man, best lady ever. Amazing. So funny. So she she told me when I came in there. She, you know, she started listening to our podcast not too long ago. Yeah, and you know they're out there. They're out think there, your, You think about your therapist listening to your podcast. <laughs> like, Interesting. <laughs> We're going to be giving her all kinds of material. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you we talk about our that. past and all this stuff, which I don't really get too deep into my past when I go to my counseling sessions. That's not really what really I'm not. I don't need to talk about how my mama and my daddy made me feel back when I was two. I don't, I don't care about. They any spanked of me too much. <clears throat> you know, yeah, probably not enough. I still I feel it in the dreams. But so she basically helps me, and I I think she kind of you know puts together. She does put together a program for each person mm-hmm. uniquely. Yeah. And so for me, I just need to talk to through stuff I'm going through in the moment or whatever the case may be. And so, so she, but she's going to be hearing stuff on this, like, oh, okay. And putting two and two together, yeah. I have no doubt. Yeah. But it's funny because she said that, that she'll hear, you know, she'll be listening to us talking and, and you'll say something and she'll be like, yep, that's something Gabe would say. <laughs> she knows us what. Well. And then I'll say something and she'll be like, yep, that's something Henry would say. You know, you look at it, that kind of relationship, if it's going to do you any good, Mm. you're going to have to open up and, and tell, tell stuff that matters. So, so they get to know you. Like in our job, we, we look at credit reports and we get to see people's this collection, that collection and those bills and that, that revolving debt. And it tells a story about them. Wow. Yeah, it's a certain you know, level of vulnerability. Oh yeah, you, vulnerability. You, That's vulnerability. The word we were trying to figure That's out it. that we struggled that we with the other day, but you see how I just rolled that out. You, you, know, you, you're, you're learning. <clears throat> you're growing up, man. You're getting all big. And no, I'm getting fancy with my speech. That's growing up, man. The you tongue just, moves. You just grew wah, up. Wah, wah. Vulnerability. Woo! Twice in a row. Slam it. But no, but there was another word we were saying before it. Fit like. Really vulnerability or something like that. It was something that was similar to it, and it was impossible. I'd like to. We'll go back and listen to that podcast and check yeah, it yeah, out. yeah, check it out, see what it is. But it is so. I, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool that she's she's giving it a listen and mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, it it was a funny kind of moment that I thought. Well, I'll just give you more material. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll be giving you more material. So be, she'll, next session, she'll be like, now, Henry, we need to, we need to talk. We, we need to talk about something. Yeah. I say. heard you say kind of like mom does. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say this and that. No, mom, I'm okay. No, I'm okay no, now. No, that was back then. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Well, Gabe, I don't know about you, but it's, it's here we are. It's in the morning. Mm-hmm. Feeling kind of relaxed. Very. It's kind of overcast a little bit outside. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel chill. Chill. Yeah. Makes me kind of loungy a little bit. A little loungy. I'm feeling loungy. Yeah. Like little, I want to just sink into this chair. do a little slumber. <sighs> you know. Maybe a little nap later on. Maybe we should just always do that. I mean, what's wrong with 
kicking back and nothing. What's not running ourselves back? into the ground and hang you know. hang out. Yeah, hang out. Maybe hang out with the posse. Maybe even push in a game of golf later if we felt like it. Yeah, after the nap. And we don't want to overexert ourselves. I know that's a lot of walking. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe video games. Yeah. Play some video, watch a movie. Video games and cheeseburgers. Ooh, Five Guys cheeseburgers. Five Guys. Sounds good to me. Yeah, see. What's wrong with this? That sounds good. <clears throat> I mean, hey. I, I mean, hey. I don't know that that's the way God does things, and I don't know if that's oh, the way the Bible says to do things. But my flesh just wants to chill, Gabe. I feel that. You know? I got my coffee here. I mean, aren't the weekends for us? We've worked hard all week. We've earned it. Nights and weekends are for kicking it. Hmm. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe even some weekdays. So let's turn to the scripture. Let's see what the scripture says. Let me see here. Let's look. Here, I've got a scripture pulled up here. Second Thessalonians. Uh, What's God say? Chapter 3, verses 6 through 15. Let's see what it says. Does Let's God say to put my feet in? See if uh, it's right. Put massager in. Recline. Well, it starts out with a command. Huh. It says, now we command you, brothers, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's pretty direct. Commanded. I think it's about to say, do not overexert yourself. I got to think that. Yeah. yeah. Take care of yourself. God knows we need to. <clears throat> be self-focused, yes. Okay, so. Okay, we command you, brothers, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness. Mm -hmm. Did I read that right? That you keep away from any brother who's walking in idleness. Mm -hmm. I think I did read that right. Sounds like might it. Be wrong. You said it twice. And not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with toil and labor... Oh, it's getting painful. Labor. Toil and labor. We worked night and day. Now, refresh my memory. Who is this? this these we people? Yeah. Do you know that one? Yeah. Buzz. No, They're sure talking about I'm we. pretty sure it's Paul. Yeah. Probably Paul and Timothy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, we'll look that up. But um, I'm like, Luke, Luke, Luke. Whatever the case, this is not boding well for the plans we were just putting together. It was not because we do not have that right. So talking about, they were talking about how they worked so that they wouldn't be a burden on the Thessalonians. But let's see, it was not because we don't have that right, but to give you and ourselves an example to imitate, don't be stinking lazy. For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and earn their own living. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person. Have nothing to do with him, that he may be ashamed. 
Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. Mm -hmm. I I think we might have been a little off. That was like raining on our parade. I think that rains on a lot of people's parades. And we're going to get down to it. Uh Uh-huh. I I think there's a lot of people out there that they like our version of how things should be. So I'm going to be a little bit embarrassingly open. Oh, boy. It's what we do. So we need what to we do. do. Bro- on Christian that. brothers and sisters, that's what we need to do. What are the odds? There's Barfield texting yeah. us. There's <laughs> Miles, that was your text that just came through <laughs> telling us what a great bicycle ride you had this morning. He's not being late. Look at him. He's getting up and working. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's practicing what we preach. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> he's, he's walking our talk. That's right. He's walking our talk. <laughs> Job, Barfield. Way to go, Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because last week was the podcast that he was on. So I guess he just had to find a way to get in on it again this week. He That's what just happened right there. He knew. Yeah. And, but it's funny thinking about him. Doesn't that guy get up at 2 in the morning? Should we text him? Doesn't that guy get up at 2? Not on the show, man. It's time to work. Oh, I'm going to text him live. He gets up at 2 in the morning. He prepares stuff for podcasts and everything. He works on uh, praise and worship bands. He... uh Hey, Miles, this is me recording Gabe being annoyed that you are texting us right in the middle while we're recording. No, I'm being annoyed that you're taking so much time. Oh, you're annoyed at me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. This is what we're doing. This is why we can't respond to your text right now. Okay. Checking out. Love you. Bye. (laughs) So, (laughs) I send it to him. So, back back to the, maybe to the topic. That I was trying to say how he works a lot. Yeah, Miles is a hard-working dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's in danger of 2 Thessalonians 3. I don't think so either. That's he does the he does this project, he does music projects, he works at the factory. He yeah, he works yeah. his tail off. He comes up with all these cool ideas. He's out doing photography, out riding bicycles and being a great husband and dad. He throws a family in there, yeah. He yeah. somehow does it all. Yeah. Photography, yeah, everything. But, you know, Gabe, okay, so back to the embarrassingly open part. Yeah. So when Brandy and I first got together, let's see, I was 36. 36. Okay. You'd think probably you should be pretty good ways to having things figured out, taking care of your business, taking care of your home. But, you know, that little thing you were talking about, the sitting around playing video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you witnessed it. You saw it. I sat around playing video games, smoking cig- cigarettes, and and uh, eating Big Macs going to the gym. I mean, that was pretty much my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you Y'all remember what my why house looked like? No, nah, it was right before. Right. Oh, okay. Back. Okay. I was like, man, I don't remember you playing video games when you were married, but. So it was right before, no, it was right before, no, heck no, 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 no. Well, it just really is a single person trying to find ways to kill your time. Now, yep. instead of doing stuff yep. like that, mm-hmm. I do ministry, I do volunteer work, I I play piano, do things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of do do all that kind of stuff. But, Record some of God's work for yeah, maybe somebody to possibly hear out there someday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And much more of a fulfilled, you know, mm-hmm. and we've kind of talked about that a little bit. Being about your father's work. But so Brandy helped me kind of climb out you remember my house was all trashed i just 
wasn't good at taking care of the yard, mm -hmm. like any of that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Now it's the far opposite. And, and to her credit, she helped me to get my head out of my bum and, mm -hmm. and to start to take care of things and to start to act like yeah. a dang man instead of like a child. And, uh, and so God, God will use anybody to help a person get yeah. their head out of their bum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and a good man. So there are definitely some positives to that. But <clears throat> thinking back, Gabe, I think about, I think about, and I think about this scripture, and I think about the way I acted at that time. And look, there are even sometimes, Gabe, even, even though I was working, I've, I've always been good at holding down a job, you know, taking care of business as yeah. far as that, paid my bills, yeah. whatever. But when it came down to, I kind of had this thought that, well, when I get home, it's me time. When it's my days off, as long as my bills are paid and the quote unquote important things are taken care of, uh -huh. I can do whatever I want with that time. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that? Now, I already know what your thoughts are because you have the Gaby bunch. No, I'm going pre-marriage. <laughs> okay. You're going to go pre-marriage. Okay. Pre-fire. You know, back in my twenties, uh, time was definitely... I mean, it was something that I took advantage of big mm -hmm. time in a negative way. Mm -hmm. I took advantage of it so I could do whatever I felt like doing. Ride my motorcycle, go to a friend's house and hang out with them doing whatever they were doing. Go to family and pop in on them randomly unannounced. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, you should volunteer at church. You You should help out somehow in that way. You should go to church on a regular basis you should spend more time in the word i knew it but dude man i wanted to just do what i want to do play video games play pool mm -hmm. at the pool hall mm -hmm. i mean smoke it up cigarettes wasn't a drinker but give me a cigarette pack of smokes in some pool and four or five guys and that's mm -hmm. the time of my life and uh you know that's the way that time was spent really not doing a whole lot of much <laughs> well and it's funny because it's you kind of think as as long as you're not out getting in trouble you're following the lord's will yeah. right uh -huh. <clears throat> yeah. but according to second thessalonians not true <laughs> you're being a yeah. bum you're being a bum you're being a bum well jesus jesus when joseph asked him hey why aren't you doing what you were told to do? And he's like, well, I'm a, I'm about my father's work. Yeah. I have to be about my father's work. Yeah. And how old was he when he said that? Was he 12? Yeah. Ish? Yeah. I mean, dang. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 12. Who in our family is 12? What, Lucy's? Lucy's 12. Yeah, Lucy's 12. Emma's pretty close. Emma's right there. I mean, so that would be somebody Maddie's about their age. close. Yeah. You know. Rolling with something like that. Well, I must well, be about my father's about business. My, I'm about geez. that work. Yeah. I'm about that work life. Yeah. You know, I got to get up. And if you think about it, you know, it's crazy, Gabe, because right now on my wrist, I have a, a Fitbit watch. Mm -hmm. Why do we, why are we as a culture to a point that we have to wear a Fitbit watch? To be walking <laughs> and healthy, right? Or you something. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it measures, it counts our steps. Mm-hmm. 
It measures our heart rate, oxygen, blood pressure, all that kind of stuff. Water monitors all your health and kind of motivates you to get moving. Yeah. It has a reminder. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. It has a reminder every hour between, I think it's nine and six, to get up and walk at least 250 steps. Yeah. You know, that, now for some, it's the office. I get it. You know, including me, I, I work at a desk. And it's so for a lot of people. Or they it is be for able your to circulation make a product. and so forth. But the product the, wouldn't be there. Right. Well, we're to the point that we have it. to be reminded. It'll buzz you. Get mm -hmm. up and walk. Mm -hmm. Buzz. Get up and walk. Mm -hmm. You know. Now, the cool thing, it's great. <clears throat> it's great. It blesses me. It, mm -hmm. it, it has caused me to want to be more active, more moving, you know, so on and so forth. It works. But... The, the the crazy the craziness that we're to this point you know things are so easy industrial revolution that's been such yeah. a such a blessing to us yeah. <clears throat> that it's gotten us to be it's kind of kind of created a culture of idleness if For we're not sure. careful a, a focus of me a focus of as long you know the same focus that I had and can still fall into if I'm not careful. You know, probably a little harder for you because you've got the Gaby Bunch, you've got the, the posse of eight, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, no we, real. Yeah, we, there's not really a stopping point that, that, that little family is going to be going. There's a new challenge every minute and somebody asking, should we, can we do this or do that? And so it's, it's a never nonstop, always in your face keep you going type of thing and sometimes i have to say just give me a minute look i'll be in there in a minute but yeah in general you got you got work you come home and you got six crazy wild loving kids that want to say hi and and then or want to do something or want someone on one time mm -hmm. or something and then of course i got my wife which she wants to say hi to mm -hmm. and i want to say hi to her no doubt and it, yeah, doesn't it, sound like a lot of laziness going on there. It's it's not, and then we got a, about an acre of land that has to be tended to in a in a house, a good sized house. I mean, so on that work side, I don't know if it's about God's work, but I kind of like to think it is because I'm raising common, up yeah, children yeah. and I'm loving on a wife that she serves God yeah. constantly. Yeah. So I mean, the work I the effort I put into them feels like productive on a pretty solid level. We're teaching them, and they're listening. Mm -hmm. They listen. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it, and we could look up the definition of work if we wanted to. Okay. Look up smarter people than us. Huh? Webster, probably smarter. Hopefully. Probably. I'm not saying for sure. Combined, we might be as smart. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Google. Yep. Nah, definitely not smarter than us. <laughs> <laughs> they just know how to link the sources of smart people. That's it. So, do I sense some biasm? Maybe is that a, a word? Touch. Is biasm in the is dictionary? <laughs> it's a soupy awesome word. It is. I like that biasm. Got that soupy biasm. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a song. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so no, we're not going to sing this morning. Don't worry, guys. No singing. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the definition of work. Okay. What does work mean to you? Go. The assertion of your physical self to attain a goal. Way too smart. 
Yeah. And you and let's look up interruption. The assertion of your let's look up interruption. What does interruption mean, Doctor? You're trying to sound like Webster, Gabriel Webster. You said, "What does the definition mean?" I'm like, "Well, what does the definition mean?" That is funny. The assertion of your physical self to attain a goal. <laughs> you kind of sound like Webster. I'm gonna call you Gabriel Webster from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you, you want to? You want to just like. Not the what I think the definition. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think work is? Work is well. Let's if you work, which that is funny though. <laughs> but if you were, if you were to say that person's a hard worker, uh-huh. what kind of person would you say that about? An active one, one that's always definitely going toward building something, um, putting in effort toward their uh, friendship. Or helping people, mm-hmm. or uh, just making things happen. Really, somebody who makes stuff happen. So How about being that? involved, yeah, with those around you. And here's an important note too: one, we're not saying anything about working to gain your salvation. So this is not about. I want to be clear on that. Yeah, it's yeah. Not we're a talking about work. Issue. Just we're talking about work. Two, I like that. Thing. Doing so with a cheerful attitude. Mm-hmm. Because you can be. That's and, a good point. Not and a bad attitude. Three, there definitely is a time for rest. And I think we might do end up doing a podcast on that as well mm-hmm. on the importance yeah. of rest yeah. and recovery. Work. Yeah. So I'm not saying, we're not saying that's all you should do is work yourself under the ground. Disclaimer. Right, yeah. There's the disclaimer. We're talking about just. We're but what it means to lazy. be rock solid, to be. I think it's a good point to say that good attitude. I think the good attitude of that is a big, big because you do see people that are hard workers but miserable. That's true. Right. But doing so with a cheerful attitude, doing so I think and I think Gabe, I think you can really only do it fully with a cheerful attitude if you're keeping it as unto the Lord. If whatever work you're doing, work can be putting into your family, right? Mm-hmm. Or it can be uh, being diligent at your job. Mm-hmm. Or it can be serving in the church, which I was thinking about that. And I like your definition of work. I agree with that. I was thinking about that. Work can be a gift. Is work not essentially a gift to people? Yes. Yes, it would be. You know? I, I've kind of made up my mind... Uh, Two days ago, I made up my mind that I want to start making the bed in the morning while Carrie takes the kids to work. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, to, takes the kids mm-hmm. to school, which I mm-hmm. tell them is work. That's mm-hmm. your job. Mm-hmm. But I made up my mind that I want to start making the bed in the morning while she's dropping those kids so that the gift is when she gets home, the bedroom feels organized. Mm-hmm. And, and she didn't have to do it. And so, yeah, in that way, that's work. And it is a gift. And it is a gift. When we, when we go out and witness to people, mm-hmm. that's work. It's scary. It's a type of work. It's taking our time, putting it in. Um, and it's a gift to God, mm-hmm. right? When we serve our church, it's a gift to the church and to God. Mm-hmm. I, I would say any type of work done with the right spirit is a gift to God. So we're constantly, I mean, what do you get for the person that has everything, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Who truly has everything. (laughs) I love it. We can give ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. 
we can give of ourselves, mm -hmm. give of our time by working. But it sure does bless me. Say at times I've moved. I mean, I'm not doing all this by myself. I've been single most of my life. Mm -hmm. We have a big family. Yep. And what do we do? We get together. We go. We work. We unload. We, we, you know, the girls come over and help me get pictures. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know how to hang up everything just in the right spots and make everything look so... And But they come over and help me. They put in their time. They work. They help me, you know, because they love me. Mm -hmm. They need something moved. I'm in. Something heavy, cool, good. I'm in on that. Whatever the case may be. They're giving of their time. Yeah. Of themselves. They're giving of their time. We work. We work to look. For all its flaws in America, America, to me, is the greatest country in the world. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of work that went into it. Yep. But if you think about, you know, we look at culture now, how it's kind of on the downslide. And I kind of wonder if part of the reason for that, you know, tell me if you think I'm off on this, but. And I, I think we could totally argue on that greatest country in the world part. I love America, but there's so many things in there that I'm like, well, it depends on well, what Well, that's a another podcast. I, yeah, and I, I think about I, it. I was I'm just like, making a, yeah. No, I, yeah, but you just yeah. totally got, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can't help but think on. Are we talking about God? Or are we talking about achievements and stuff? Like you know, you get nervous. Well, but I, but American talking about the importance of work and the trip because work, hard work, is of God. We're, we already read in yep. Thessalonians where it's talking about work mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you look at what made America great, it was people banding together, working hard together, being united in the same cause, and not lazy. So not they were asserting their physical selves to achieve a goal. Exactly what they were doing <laughs> without realizing it. <laughs> now they know. There it is. Now they know. Yes. Take that, Webster. That's right. An old GW. I'll just call you GW from now on. <laughs> Gabriel Webster. So, but then you look at now where, <clears throat> where society has kind of gotten a bit lazy. And I think it has a lot to do with the technology, with the, the like I said, the, just the, the things have gotten so easy for us. We don't have to work as hard. Mm -hmm. You know, and we really were built in, in Scripture. Adam and Eve were charged to take dominion mm -hmm. over the land and the creatures. Yeah, That's the way we were built to be. And do we not feel more fulfilled with the right spirit, with the right attitude. For sure, but yes. When we're rolling, think about at the end of the day. How do you feel more tired when you've sat around eating chips and watching movies or playing, for you, Rocket League all day? <laughs> or when you've cared for your family? Yeah. When you've knocked it out of the ballpark at work? Mm -hmm. When you have gone and had lunch with a Bible study friend or mm -hmm. or somebody and helped them to walk through... All this is work. All this is is physically exhausting. But what's the difference? Technically, you're more rested. Should you not feel better at the end of the day? You should. But do you? Right. No. You ain't going to feel better. No. You get to the end of the day. You haven't done anything. I, I, I've done both. I've done both. 
and I can speak from experience. Yeah. One equals depression, and one equals a feeling of victory. Yeah. You feel where like you, you lay there time thinking well. about how great the day was. Mm-hmm. You worked because your attitude was straight. Yeah. Your heart was for the Lord. Yeah. And your your body was in service. So it's like it's like that Top Gun movie where he says, "Come on, Maverick, get in the fight." That was part one, wasn't it? Come on, Maverick, get in the fight. Yeah. It's like, hey man, come on, get in the fight. Get in the fight. Yeah. It's time to get in the fight. Stop, stop sitting there nervous about. Well, if I try, maybe it won't work. Yes, it will. It will work. It'll work because you worked. Because you started working and it's up yeah, that's and a good going point. for it. Come on. There are different reasons why people don't work. They're afraid. Yeah. Sometimes they're afraid they won't be able to achieve. To it's get not it just always because somebody's being lazy. No. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, sometimes you just think if you go for it, you'll fail. You might fail. Being afraid you to fail. fail. Oh, that's a great point. In fact, that's been something I've struggled with in the past. Yeah, me too. I talked to a... Sometimes I still struggle with it today. For sure. For sure. You're afraid. Well, we're in sales. Yep. Talk about it. I mean... Somebody's going to say, no, thank you. Yeah. Stop wasting my time. Or they're going to ask you a question you don't know. Yeah. And And now you... Then they're going to think he doesn't know what he's talking about. Now you can't work together. And then the word's going to spread. All these thoughts that creep into your mind. Yeah. The word's going to spread. He don't know. So it's easy to just sit in the office and... (laughs) Then hope the phone it. rings. Hope the yeah. phone rings. Yeah, and it don't. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to do something. You have to really, really do something. You're right. It do not work that way. It do not work that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is a great point, Gabe. And and it, I had a, I had a construction whenever I was doing a remodel on on my first house. The guy was doing this construction, and I've always been so impressed with people that can do that. I am not that person. I'm that impressed too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not it's the so handyman. Cool. Jack of I all can trades. do other things. I know about bodybuilding. I know about mortgages. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning about the Bible, like we say on this mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you. Putting a house together, I have the basic idea. Yes, you put the foundation, and you put up the frame. You have to put electricity. Yeah, I can build a house. Yeah, I, I just don't know house. if it would be livable, but I definitely could do it. It'd be clubhouse style, but it's a house clubhouse. Yeah, for sure, a house is a house. Bring it on. That's I've, it. I built lots of tree houses. So I'm talking to this guy. <laughs> That's true. And and we're talking about it, and I'm just thinking, it's so cool because I'm watching my house be transformed. Yeah. And it's, it's so amazing. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. this dude's making it into a different house. Yeah. It's still got the same outside, same but building. the inside is is Completely nuts. It's different. being changed, which is a good analogy to what we're talking about. Because mm-hmm. if you work mm-hmm. and you spend your life in service, it's gonna change the inside you see of you. Change on the inside. So you get a chance That's to remodel right. your inside. Yeah. But I, I asked him, I was like, I just thought. Man, this guy must have gone to school. He must have, you know, he must have gone to like really trade school this. or something like that. And so I asked him, I said, hey, what, how did you learn this? And he said, I wasn't afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, that was his response. And you want to talk about, I was like a chest to the punch, or a punch to the chest, a chest to the punch, <laughs> a punch to the chest. And boom. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of a learning moment to me. 
because I didn't realize that that was one of the things that was holding me back. So great point by you. It's not just laziness. It can be fear yeah. of failure, fear of what others are going to think of me. Which is a terrible way to live your life, by the way. You can't. Who cares what people think of you? Do what you're told to do. But people generally do. I mean, I think even if they... But I, practice not. Yeah. Practice not caring what people think and only caring what the Bible well, tells The Bible says, do. don't fear man who can destroy the body, but fear God who can destroy the body and the soul. It also says... I lost my train of thought. Hang on. I don't remember where it says that. <laughs> yeah. I had such a good one. It's an interesting thought. God is no respect. Was Paul that God said is that? no respecter of persons. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. So he'll use you. Yeah. Get out there and do it. But let's talk about Gabe. So we've talked about some, it can be the gifts. Let's talk about pros and pros of being a hard worker. Okay. And cons of being lazy. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are some of the pros of being a hard worker? Well, it's a it's a it, it can be a love language for people. Work. Yeah. Work and um acts of kindness, um doing doing physical things for people that they maybe they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You got an old lady who cannot build a ramp in front of her house. I think our company Providence has done that. Went and helped to build something for uh, a lady that just mm-hmm. she she didn't have access to her home as well. It was hard because she was handicapped. And you think of people who need their furniture moved or something. That you're, it's an act of love to take your time and your physical strength and go do something for somebody that they couldn't do. Um, you're you're gonna. The Bible says that by the sweat of his brow, man will work. Mm-hmm. He will work. And so you don't work. You don't, you don't, nothing happens. You don't have a home to live in. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, a long time ago, you had to build your house. That house doesn't build itself. Uh, these days, you don't work, you don't earn the money to pay the renovation guy on your house or the builder to build your house. Um, you don't, you, you don't, your body suffers because you're not applying yourself that mm-hmm. way. Your spirit is going to suffer because you're not doing anything. And we were made to do. I think God made us to do. And and as you sit still for a long enough time, your spirit is going to suffer. Your heart is, your whole, your whole way of being is going to suffer because you feel that lack of accomplishment. You've done nothing. Mm-hmm. You did nothing. Mm-hmm. And then that day comes when you're... Um, that day comes when you're dead or you're about to die. Okay. Like uh, that day is going to come when you're at your deathbed and you're going to, some people are going to sit there and go, you know, I really spent my time well. Our dad, when he died, what it was the last words I heard him say, he said, we have a good family. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you felt good about what you did. Mm-hmm. And that made me comforted and it made me ball like a baby. It made Boo, who was there also, mm-hmm. our little sister, ball like a baby. He felt like he had done something worth doing. and um, but Or you can get to the end of your life and go, I didn't care about people. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anybody anything worth hearing. And I spent my time selfishly. Yeah. And now it's over. 
and I can't do anything. I can't get out of this bed. I'm stuck here until I die. Where, where do you want to be? What do you want it to be? What do you want it to look like? Did you work? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you didn't, you didn't work. You didn't apply to anything. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, that's a good point. So, so the pro then, one of the pros, the main pro would be when you get to the end of your life, what are you going to be able, are you going to be able to look back? I read this book a long time ago called, called Don't Waste Your Life. And in it at the beginning, I may have mentioned this before on here, but in it at the beginning, the guy's talking about this, how he's doing this altar call at a crusade that he was doing. Crusade. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but a, it was like a outdoor revival type thing. Something like that. Traveling around doing yeah, preaching. preaching. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so this, this yeah. old man comes up, receives the Lord, Look and he's, up in the he's bawling. And the guy asks him, why are you crying? And he, he says... I wasted my life mm. because now he uh, has the understanding Poor of God. what God's plans were yeah, uh, for his life. Yeah. And so many recognize it too late. And so many Not recognize it too late it to, to go to heaven and be saved. Right. But too late to, to have this served. is our opportunity to serve. It to is serve. an opportunity to be in service. And Gabe, I think of, I think of the churches. I mean, I think of the churches and the, I think of the churches and the the how little volunteers that they have. It's mm-hmm. funny, and I've been guilty of this. Me too. I know where you're going. How how little people you just you look, you see, you think somebody these pastors are getting paid. Somebody else will do it. Uh, you know they're okay. They've got this. They get paid to handle this, and That's I don't right. have to do it. Right. I've got other things to do. They don't need me. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. I don't care if it's a mega church. I don't care if it's a uh, if it's a, a ten member church. Definitely, if it's a ten member church, they're going to need your help. <laughs> but, but I don't. But you. But you tend to think if it's a mega church, Gabe, you go to a big church. Yeah. And 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 you tend to think that it's that they're okay. They've got it covered. But look, you just had you you, you know your church hillside. They, you got to say it right. They had hillside. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that's 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 coming back from my Miles. Gabe medic. just gave me the long pause. Sorry, sorry. You're getting the long pause. <laughs> okay, moving. Keep, keep so so hillside Christian, uh, great church, and they put on a, a really good. Summer camp for the kiddos. Yes. And I mean, they were short on volunteers. Your wife, numerous people, I think, had to work. Yeah. Both, I think, what is there, two different camps? Elementary and junior high. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and so Carrie ended up having, we talked about this, that a little bit on here. The reason she had to, she had to work both once because they didn't have enough volunteers. Well, she did it also because she loves. Right, right. But for the purpose of this podcast. No, they needed the help. Yes. But they needed the help. It's short. Don't think we can't think just because it's big, just because they get paid, just as this and that, that they don't need our help. And plus, we're shorting ourselves. Yeah, by not serving. There's, I think you're hitting on the main thing, the main point of all of this. Well, that that makes sense. It does make sense. Yes, you're a brilliant genius. Man, you said it. I love your brilliance, and it is. What it is. Okay, I'm getting embarrassed. Yeah, let's move forward. Uh, it's hard to make you embarrassed. It makes me, my stomach turn a little bit, even joking about it. <laughs> so I will, I'll step into this. What you hit on there. Get it. 
It, it, I think it's just you're missing what God had for your life. You live, mm-hmm. you live maybe twenty years. Maybe you live eight years. Maybe you live fifty, seventy, mm-hmm. eighty, whatever it is. God has a plan for your life, and you're missing it. Like that old man you were talking about. Yeah. I got to the end. Of, I'm here at the end, and now I'm sad. I wasted it. And you didn't realize mm-hmm. God had a plan for you the whole time, but you spent it mm-hmm. playing video games, Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Rocket League's my favorite little game to play. It's really the only game I play, but I love my, mm-hmm. If I have downtime, I throw that down. Yeah. But um, other people, everybody has their own thing, and sometimes we yeah. take advantage of it and we yeah. spend too much time on that thing. Mm-hmm. But God has a plan for your life and your. You're just ignoring his whole plan. And your plan would have been, or his plan would have been fulfilling. It would have filled you and made you whole in a way. For some people, that's martyrdom. I mean, it can be all the way up to martyrdom. Yeah. But let me tell you, when you're headed to the guillotine or Uh to the execution or whatever type it might be, Uh you talk about feeling fulfilled. Yep. Paul, at the end of his life, what did he say? I have finished Uh the race. I have fought the good fight. Uh and he sounded thrilled. He's about to be yep. put to death. No problem. And he's so satisfied at the yep, end of it. Yep, he's satisfied. I go to see my maker knowing I have served well. And that's it right there. We do this brief stint on earth. And, and, and then we go on into eternity with the Father. The Father. That's where we spend that time. Mm-hmm. You get this one shot to do your work. To be about your father's work, you get one shot. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is your shot, and you 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 waste it. And here's you something: sit, you sleep on it. Some of us won't make it to old age. Yeah. So don't think because you're 28 and you're listening to this show right now that you have all the time in the world because 29 could be it for you. You don't That's know. What, our kids when I we, I pray with them. Every prayer I say, thank you, God, that you gave us this day. Mm-hmm. Because this could be it. I have heard so many stories that break your heart about some family getting in a car wreck. And and half of the family went on. Mm-hmm. The other half stayed back. Mm-hmm. And, Ugh, oh, yes. man, I'm yeah. like, your time was... That happened you recently you here in Amarillo. You didn't yeah. know. You didn't know when your time was. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't waste it. And stop thinking, well... Uh, that's maybe not going to happen to me. It doesn't matter. You've only got a few more years, mm-hmm. whether you die early or not. This is your time. Every moment is your time. Mm-hmm. Cherish it and respect it. Mm. Hard not to think about. It is hard not to think about. That's a. Uh, that's you just don't you don't we don't know when the time is coming. We don't know when our opportunity is over. And I think that's... But you're alive right now. You are alive right now. That's it. That's it. Take advantage. Get up every day. Seize your opportunity. Your life yep. will be fulfilled. Not, you know, oh, Gabe, I hate the saying, your best life now. I know it's your favorite quote out there. It makes me want to do things that happen with my stomach and end with the mouth. So, (laughs) (laughs) and this is why. That's why I hate it. It's a bunch of bull. You're never going to have your best life now. Well, maybe. 
It depends on where you end up. So I guess <laughs> <laughs> if you're going in the downward direction, direction, this should be your best life. Right? Everything is your best life right now. <laughs> That's right. So I encourage you not to do that. But the idea is to end up in the presence of the Lord, which in no way then is this your best life now. So that's why it bugs me. Yes. But but with that said, you want to live the most fulfilled physical life that you can. Get up and serve. So I t- I've talked about it before. Something that's been on my heart that I feel like the Lord's been putting on my heart is I gave you this physical body mm-hmm. so that you will wear it out yeah. in service to me. I love that. And we be in service to God by being in service to others, to those around us. Serving. I love that's it. it. That's it. So, so that's the of definition serving. of work. Serve. Mm-hmm. Serve. Oh, I like that. Serve. You want to work? Serve. Serve. Go out and serve. If you take on the attitude of servanthood in what you do, you will be working. You can't serve and not work. Yeah. Right? No, you cannot. It's like a hand-in-hand type thing. Impossible. But that is where you'll be fulfilled. And I, again, I've talked about this before as well, but I love the, the oh, what's it called? Uh, oh, I, I'm, the word escapes me, but where you, 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 the essentially joy, if you want to have joy, mm-hmm. Jesus, others, yourself. Acronym? Jesus, others, yourself. Uh, thank you. Acronym. Yeah. Like, remember... GW. I was, I was trying. I had anagram stuck in my head, and I was like, "That's oh, <laughs> not an anagram." So, <laughs> uh, anyway, but Jesus, other yourself. You want joy, fulfillment. Jesus, others yourself. Uh, Gabe, I want to read something. I think you're quick. hitting on again, dude. You are brilliant. It's it's service. It's servanthood. Service. Service. It's, it is. I'm like that. You think about it. That is the best way it's done. You're serving others. Well, and I tell you, that's the cool thing about this podcast. I ain't brilliant, but it's talking the walk. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what happens. Yeah. I mean, this is, we're essentially having a study, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The study of the walk with the Lord right here, right now. Is this not what happens Sharpening in Bible study group? This in our Bible study group yeah. on Wednesdays, next thing you know, people get to talking about the Lord. Yep. To, talking about the walk of the Lord, oh, yeah. And, or yeah, the, the Lord's walk, the walk with the Lord, anyway, the walk, in walk the to Lord. Emmaus. Anyway, all those the things. Lord walked. Yeah. So, and next thing you know, wisdom starts coming out because the Lord is there in it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's right. And so it is, though service. Yeah, service, service. There's the best service, the best work was done by who? The one and only. Yep. Jesus. Son of God, God himself, God in the flesh. I love his work. The Christ. Did he do anything just for himself? I can't think of him doing anything in the Bible that was just for himself. The miracles he did were to honor God and to heal people of sin and free them from sin. The, The washing of the feet will always be one of my favorite things because it was... A humble position, and it was where you belong. Mm-hmm. It's where you connect most with God. I think is that humble heart, yeah, that humility, and yeah. wa- Him washing dirty, dirty feet. Yes, and Him saying, "This is the way, people. Mm-hmm. This is the way it has to be for you to find to to find me as best you can. Your humility is going to matter." Yeah, 
That's right. It's hard to serve with a good attitude, like we were talking about. You, you, um, or with serve with a bad attitude. You have to serve with a good attitude. Yes. You can't do that unless you're truly serving someone from your heart. Yeah. For their best interest. Yeah. Are you going to ask somebody if they know the Lord? If you're only thinking of yourself? Yeah. Probably not. Nope. I guarantee you not. No. Henry's, Henry's pointing at the clock. Yeah. He's, he's like, bro, we're out of time. And he just keep going on and on. We can, and I still have something I got to read real quick. Oh. So. <laughs> all right, people. Okay. I'm Let me read up. this real quick. We're going to go touch Wrap over today. Up. Oh, that'll be all, all right. right. It'll be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Oh, you promised no singing today. I oh, no, I apologize. Read it. Okay. So this is is uh, from a speech that Theodore Roosevelt uh gave some a good time ago so but it's called oh i know where you're going with this i love this you're right how to get it in What's man it in the arena thank you man in the arena i have the words up here but didn't have the title called the man in the arena i have it hanging on my my wallet work just as a reminder as do i but it says it is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error or shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end triumph of high achievement, and at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I'm glad you read it because I wouldn't have made it through without choking up. Yeah, I almost had you read it, so that's a good thing I did. No. Get in the <laughs> arena. Get, Get in the arena of the fight. Lord. Get in the Lord's arena. Go out, serve. Get in the fight. Preach the gospel. That's right. I'm fired up. It's a good way to start the day. Yep. We don't record in the morning ever. We did today, and I have a feeling it's going to affect my day. Yep. So let's get this baby closed out. Thank everybody for joining us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've blessed us with. We thank you for the opportunity to be in service to you, and God, we ask that you help us to do it well. Lord, we love you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. No, I'm getting fancy with my speech. That's growing up, man. The you tongue just, moves. You just grew wah, up. Wah, wah. Vulnerability. Woo! Twice in a row. Slam it. Slam it.